0: Hi everyone, welcome to the A to Z of sex. I'm Dr. Lori Beth and I am your host. We are working our way through the erotic alphabet one letter at a time. Today, the letter is N and N is for naked. Naked can be the state of being undressed, but it can also refer to being exposed, open and vulnerable in terms of our feelings or in a relationship. Joining me today is international speaker and relationship coach, Mai Vu. She works with women entrepreneurs who are divorced and dating again, helping them to take their businesses to the first 10K a month level and be on purpose, attract the loves of their life while raising healthy, thriving kids. Mai has a successful six-figure coaching business serving over a 1,000 women worldwide for the past 20 years. She's also trained and certified over a 1,000 life coaches. Mai is the best-selling author of The Divorced Mom's Guide to Dating, How to Be Loved, Adored, and Cherished.
1: Hi, Mai. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to talking about nakedness. Fabulous. So
0: yes. why are you so excited about nakedness?
1: <laughs> well, um, one of the things that, that you haven't mentioned, too, for me, nakedness is also about freedom. hmm so, so yes, it's about taking your clothes off and being seen in, in, in the bedroom and, and in life, right? And it's also about vulnerability and the emotion. And also, for me, it's about freedom. And all the way from the physical state of just being so comfortable with my body that I could go swim naked in the ocean or anywhere and not feel constricted by that Mm -hmm. Um, and to be free to be me and it feels good naked also so all the above it's such an important topic to talk about I think one of the things that that is essential
0: in what you're saying is this idea that you're free to be yourself and that comes from a comfort with yourself first so and a safety and a safety in in the environment so I guess You know, one of the things that I've found over the years is how difficult it is for women in particular to be comfortable being naked on their own sometimes, but particularly with partners or in public. Yep. Um, So what do you think leads women to be able to begin to kind of strip away some of the layers?
1: Well, first you have to understand where all of your discomfort and restriction comes from, mm-hmm. right? We all have been trained. I was born in Vietnam, Catholic, firstborn, first girl, mm. in a you know, family-oriented system, and then we came here as immigrant, third world country, you know, like this. That's my stories of all the restrictions that were placed onto me and, and the whole idea of as a good woman, we have to be appropriate. So there is no room for nakedness, baby.
0: Okay, so in Vietnamese culture, there isn't much nakedness, is there? No, everything there isn't. is very locked up. I visited Vietnam in, in um, 1996. Yeah. Um, and everything is very proper. At least that yeah. was my, my experience was that it And was, modest. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. yeah. Exactly. And we don't expect, we don't even kiss Oh, interesting. I mean, I mean, I remember it being very, very hot. We were there in the summer, and <laughs> and, and not the kind of hot that I like, you no. know, but really hot and no, uncomfortable, like hot, and sticky. Yeah. <laughs> and they're the women, I'm going to pronounce this wrong with the ao dai, you know. Oh yeah, four, yeah. For long sleeves, yeah. a beautiful garment, but not yeah. for uh, you know a hundred degrees, yeah. light, you know. <laughs>
1: I know, right? I'm a total failure as a Vietnamese woman because <laughs> when I'm in, in hot, hot humid heat like that, I just want to take off all my clothes and just wear as 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 possible. And other women look at me like, who is this crazy, strange, you know, woman who is way too exposed. And I'm just like, how can you put up with all that silk and thing and to go do business and makeup? Ugh. Anyway, but it is, it's like, it's a, it's a, but Vietnam is not the only one. Yeah. America, Americans, as, as much as in the media, it looks like we're free with our body and we're good with nakedness. You know, I would say nine out of ten women that are my clients or my friends have issues with their body and they do not go naked in public or in a bathhouse, very
0: comfortably. I mean, it's fascinating for me because um, I like a spa. I like going to a spa and I I live in the UK. So I live in Europe, although for the last 26 years, although I'm originally from the US and different places have different ideas of how you go. But going into a spa to have a massage and keeping a bathing suit on Yeah. To me, that seems very, very strange. If you're going to go in and you have a massage, you take your clothes off. And it was fascinating to me how often I was offered clothing. Yeah. And sometimes it was clear that the person, the professional,
1: was uncomfortable with the nakedness. Right. So it wasn't about my honesty. Yeah. Yeah. And I also work with women in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And Swedish women have this, like, I don't know why, but we have this erotic fantasy of them being, uh, you know, super comfortable with being bare breasts at the beach and that kind of stuff. They're not. <laughs> they're actually very, very closeted about their body. They're very modest. And, you know, so, so, but for some reason, they've been portrayed in the world as very comfortable with being naked. And it's so not true. So I think there's a a craziness going on around different culture around our body and nakedness and, and the level of comfort and disconnection to our body mm-hmm. But as, I mean, as is. I think also yeah. one of the things that you said earlier
0: was you, you talked about modesty, but I think there's two different things that we're talking about because well, modesty is one thing and yeah. modesty, modesty is the idea usually that nakedness belongs in a particular place. Yeah. So and it's not just physical nakedness. So um um I, I won't speak about it, Islam, because although I'm familiar with the culture, it's not my culture. But I was raised yeah. Jewish. And, um and I, w- I was not raised Orthodox, but I did study Orthodox religion and modesty in the Jewish religion is about you, you're keeping your body for your partner, mm. for your husband. So you cover your hair, that's the hair is considered sexual in many ways. It's sexual, it's right? Sensual. Yeah. So you cover that not only as an act of respect to God, but you're covering that because it's meant only for that person that you are most intimate with. So that's one thing about nakedness being kept sacred. That's that's one
1: thing. But then there's the other thing. Can I just jump in on that one? So uh, like this is like more to come in the conversation, right? Where's where's the fine line between being kept sacred for one person to being a kept woman. Well, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Right? No, exactly. So there's there's this there's this idea of of
0: of you keep your nakedness, but also the man keeps his sacred as well. So uh, you know they wear hats. So it's this, it's this, it's along we're 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 along yeah. the same lines. But then that gets lost often, and then we have this idea of 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 modesty being about it's somehow wrong. There's something wrong or, or, or sinful about the human body. And so that's about restriction and, and, and keeping people down yeah. and, 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 um, and humiliating and shaming around. And them. ownership. And mm-hmm. That's how we control people, when we
1: put that shame on people, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and I think that, that there's a lot more of that than there is of the first, that's in my experience. Yeah. I think the other yeah. thing, you can't have the conversation about nakedness without talking about what modern culture tells us a, a, a female form should look like.
1: Yeah, right. And and all the print medias and everything and what is beautiful and what is not, what is desirable. Yeah, and there's like such a, oh, my God, such an unconscious, overt, shaming of a certain type of body. You know, I could, ah, oh, it just, I, I don't even want to say it out loud because it hurts my soul kind of thing, you know. But I do, I see it. I see men and women react to this so quickly and unconsciously, right? If they, they see a skinny, tall, long-legged woman with big boobs, they're like, oh, she's so beautiful even though she's naked. But immediately if you have some curves to you there's like a total rejection and shaming and disgust even of that, the, the body type and, and the shape of the body.
0: What's interesting to me is this whole, when I left America, there was no such thing as a size zero. Mm. When, I, when I left America, the, the, the female sizes began at a two. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure when that changed, but I do mm. remember noticing it when I came back and now there's a double zero. So you're gonna be a nothing and a double nothing i I'm not sure I understand that, but there's this whole idea uh if you think about what that means to be working to become nothing wow, that's, that's
1: amazing that's what you're working to do so um and and that ties in with nakedness too right it's like the same thing with us it's like i know i it i haven't i haven't always been. The naked woman. <laughs> I actually, I, I think I'm starting a campaign of being naked everywhere in the world. <laughs> like if you go to my Facebook uh, profile on my wall, that's my profile picture: is me naked floating in the Baltic uh, Sea. Right. So, but I wasn't that way. Like I said, I was so trained to be proper and everything. And um, and the first time that that I you know reveal myself in public or or even to a man. I completely disconnected from my head, right? I just, I just withdraw into my head and disconnected from my body and pretend like it's not there, and it just kind of flailing around doing whatever it does. I'm, I, I, I had or I still have a lot of it, like no sense of sensuality because I'm so scared of the being naked out there. So it's like a constant. Training a constant undoing of these old patterns of shaming and taking my beauty, which also ultimately my power as a woman away from me. And so for you, how is it when you're
0: able to kind of get past that and just be wherever you're going to be and be naked?
1: Well, for me now, uh, a new thing is showing up, which I think a lot of women who are stepping into revealing themselves to themselves, being naked to themselves, is also uh, encountering, which is the projection from other people. Mm-hmm. like people would project their stuff onto me, you know, oh, it's easy for you because you're blah, 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 blah. You didn't have this and you didn't have that kind of thing. Or, oh, you must be like really slutty or you must be, you know, and then they make up stories about me as a sexual being in their mind that I know they don't say it, but I can see it in their face. And mm-hmm. and I have to I have to breathe through that. I actually also have been fired from a job that I love because I was t- starting to take a stand for, you know, our freedom in our sexual being and our body and, and, and nakedness. And the company said, you're too much for us. You know, we love you as a human being, but as one of our trainers, we can't have you represent us because wow. you're, you're too much. Too so what? yeah too much freedom, and yet they're the one that taught us to be free in the first place. you know they're like anyway, so it, it's just very very um fascinating to to learn to be free and learn to be naked in the world metaphorically
0: metaphorically i mean I think for me it's yeah. it's, it's interesting um I think that to a degree um A lot of what I do in terms of talking with people about sex and sexuality and trying to to get people to explore different ways of being in the world and to learn what they like and stuff like that is about being able to be more naked to themselves and more vulnerable to themselves. And certainly I delayed doing that for a long time because it required me to be in public to some degree vulnerable, to some degree um, um, a bit more transparent where- where people could, um, see, more talk t- about it, maybe. talk about it and see more of me. And, 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 and I didn't so much care their opinion whether they thought it was okay if I talked about sex or not. But in order to do this and do this properly, you have to, to reveal some of yourself. You can't do this kind of work. You can't be talking to people and put yourself out as somebody knowledgeable without having had some personal experience. You know, this isn't like um, being
1: a chemist. You can't lead with with you, you. If you're a chemist, you can lead with chemistry. But if you're if you're doing this this work in helping women healing their sexuality and being an advocate for healthy, conscious sexual being, you can't lead with that too much because you. Yeah, because I think a lot of women come up they hear the word sex and all this trauma comes up, right? I'm sure you see this in all your clients. All this trauma comes up, all this trusting issues come up, all the victim stories come up. And it takes a woman a lot of of work, a lot of love, a lot of support, a lot of safety in order for her to feel safe enough to reveal herself and enter into her nakedness.
0: Interestingly enough, um, men seem to be just as traumatized these days. Yeah. It's, a, it's a different kind of trauma, but it, they have yeah. just as much difficulty, um, revealing. Um, there's, yeah. there's, uh, just these days, there's more, much more shaming of men. They're still not the same level. Um, yeah. certainly, um, uh, women are expected to be slender. They're expected to be, um, perfectly quaffed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um yeah. they're expected to work to turn on a man and, and men aren't expected to do any of these things in general culture. Um so there isn't isn't still isn't that degree, but there's more. There's more than there used to be. Men become much more self conscious about and their objectified bodies.
1: Just as much as uh, not just as much, but as much as you know, like it's catching up. Yeah, and it is and yeah. So it's it's very it, I totally get what you're saying. It's so painful for the men to, and um, I think that they not only are they being objectified as a sexual object, like we are, they're also got an extra extra twist to it, which is they also still have to carry the predator, the predator mentality. They're still the bad guy who's going to do these things to us woman, right? So they, they have to hold both and they don't talk about these things as much as we do. i
0: I'm, um I think yeah I think you're right. Um I don't I just am surprised how little women talk about this stuff. Um and and that's been a real eye opener. Certain cultures encourage talking about it amongst themselves more than others, certainly alternative lifestyles, people who are part of the LGBTQ community, people who um, practice um, more kinky sex or who are into power exchange and BDSM tend to talk about sex far more. Yeah. I think for obvious reasons, you've got to find out if somebody's compatible with you. And if you are um, heterosexual and into fairly straightforward sex, you don't. You you know, most... uh, Somebody said it was quite profound when I said, "Well, you know, straight people don't usually have lengthy conversations about sex before having sex. They yeah. might they talk they might talk about safe sex, but that's a very short conversation. They don't talk about do you like this? Do you like that? Do you not like this? What works for you? They just go and do it because the assumption yeah. is that it's easy to do. It's a bad. Right. It's it's in fact a bad
1: assumption. It's a terrible assumption. Right, terrible." I, which led to many divorces and many oh my god, raped and unwanted, you know Indeed. all this stuff. It's terrible. Indeed. Yeah.
0: So there's a there's a degree more nakedness amongst the alternative communities because it's necessary. Yeah. But and and also there seems to be a wider acceptance of different body shapes, different body types, um, and less. I mean that doesn't mean no. It just means less <laughs> less. Mm-hmm. Um, um, fat shaming and less um, shaming for other reasons and, and a bit more understanding because the, 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 the focus is um, a bit wider. So it requires more vulnerability to enter into.
1: Um, yeah. What else? Well, you, so well, I mean, I, th-
0: I think, you know, it, it's just interesting to me because it's, it's, I don't think it's any easier for people in those communities to be exposed. I think they simply have more practice at doing so. And if you don't expose yourself, you don't get what you want.
1: Yeah. And so, so what, what you're saying made me think of, so, so how do we start to be more naked with ourselves and with each other? Right. And I think what you just named is communication. That starts, that's the first Place, like even learning how to communicate, learning to even have vocabulary to speak about the state of being nakedness, right? What we want, what we don't want, what we're afraid of. Again, and then, and then we hit shame right there. Yeah. Anywhere we move in this arena, we hit shame so quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's probably, I think, one of the harder things to handle and manage because shame is, is so deep. And for so many people, shame goes back so far, so it's yeah. not—you know—it's not five recent shames; it's two million shames back yeah. to, to the year dot. You know, it's 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 far more difficult to unpack that than yeah. than it is, I think, some of the other emotions.
1: Yeah, and it and it and because shame is a very lonely emotion; it's alone. It's 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 deep inside us, and we. And it it runs itself into the ground, right? I'm I'm so ashamed I can't let you in to see this part. Therefore, I'm going to suffer and struggle with it by myself. And I'm going to shut myself down and put more layers around me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to be naked with you, even though I hunger for that. And that's what I see with so many divorced moms who are dating again or wanting to date again. It's like they so hunger for love and for connection but they can't reveal themselves. And then they complain that they keep attracting men who uh, who don't reveal themselves emotionally, who don't talk about themselves, who they can't communicate with. Hmm. <laughs> no, no relationship there at all, right? No, absolutely not. <laughs> it- they're all individual, you know, incidents. They don't tie together at all. So just kidding, just in case you missed that point. Yeah, no, I, I didn't. I
0: mean I, what I find no, I, for the audience. The audience yeah, really. <laughs> what I find so interesting is is that is that it's it's it even when people know that in order to have a good intimate relationship, you must risk. Mm. You cannot be intimate with someone if you're not willing to show yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even when they know that intellectually, emotionally taking that first step is just so challenging. It is
1: because we don't have enough support to take that first step. We keep thinking that we should risk as if like I should leap over the Grand Canyon or I should leap over this ocean, right? But we don't have the right carrier to go over that. So just because you should yourself doesn't mean you're going to get there. And that's I I see is what women are missing so much is they don't have the right guidance Mm -hmm. and they don't have the right support in order to take that first, you know, that first shoulder, the the shirt off the shoulder kind of thing and the first revealing. And they keep shooting themselves. Have you seen How to Look Good Naked?
0: No. Okay, so this is a program that's that's been going in the UK. Uh And this guy helps women to be confident in themselves when they're naked. And so um, he gets them women of all different shapes and sizes to, they expose themselves to friends and neighbors to the country. I mean, they're, they're, they're filmed um, at the end. They do a photo shoot. Sometimes they do a fashion show where there's very little clothing where it's very revealing. And, um, and it's absolutely amazing. The transformation in these women who felt that they could not reveal themselves, and it's um, it's fantastic. I mean, it's
1: it's. It is. I want to look that up. And and you um, you reminded me of this naked photo shoot campaign that I was involved with about five years ago. And there was a whole. This woman did a a naked campaign and brought all of us women from different ages, from you know. Uh, 20-something, all the way to like Mm -hmm. 75-something, boob drooping and everything. And what was so painful about that was even though this was called the the bear campaign to show that nakedness and beauty, we had to put our hands over our nipples and our vagina, our pubic hair, because she couldn't post this picture on Facebook or other social media if we didn't have our hands over that. And it would be seen as porn. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is it's hard enough to, as a woman, to want to be naked physically. There's also the reverse, which is how is she being received? Yes. Is there the right Is the society, whoever that she's revealing herself to is that person or that group or that society willing to receive her. It's a two way street and there's a lot of roadblock and traffic jam in this th- two way street. Yes.
0: Um, I mean, the, the, um, the, the man who does the show is called Gok Wan and um he's equally trying to change the attitude of the audience as he is trying to change the attitudes of these women um, in terms of, in terms of how we view nakedness and whether we see people as beautiful and how we describe beauty. Um, And, and what you raise there is very interesting because frequently what, what it's looked at is pornography rather than, um, rather than eroticism and there's there, there is a difference um then again i I'm, I'm not um necessarily a, a pornography condemner i don't think all pornography is, is wrong yeah. or horrible yeah. but but it, it it's something really sad about the idea that you're doing a campaign to try and and show the human form in all its beauty just like you would paint a nude and yeah. then you're but you're going to cover the nipples and you're going to cover the vulva because somehow there's something inherently inappropriate
1: about it you know yeah yeah Yeah. oh and another thing that really like bugged me about that campaign was we were all made up with thick makeup and hair curled up and everything in essence to me that's not being naked anymore like when I have my makeup on and 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 I, I looked at these pictures I'm like I don't even look like me you know, like my face. So, so there's the nakedness of my boobs and my vagina, but there's also the nakedness of my face that 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 want to be naked too. So there was. It really did stir up so much hunger in me to feel so comfortable to be naked completely.
0: Well, and that's interesting because what 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 you're saying in, in a sense is is that when you're you know when you're made up in things, you're you're actually you're covering up your face the same way as you use clothes to cover up your body. So you're not exposing you. And of course your, your face is much more expressive than your body in terms of what you see about personality and soul and energy and all of that. Um, And so um, that's quite an interesting contrast. So
1: when, when I, when I pitched this idea of doing naked for Anne with you, I didn't even think about face as, being naked you know not having makeup is naked but as we're talking I'm like oh yeah like the the ability to go out in public and have no makeup or to go into print media and to be in a photo shoot with just complete natural it's so hard and then even even then and then you know the photographer then to enhance and make the picture beautiful they also run it to filters so even if you're naked and everything then the lighting will also change us so there's so many layers in our society and how we view beauty and nakedness how we're so un- unwilling to see the naked truth the naked being what's
0: interesting to me is I mean I don't wear a lot of makeup and I never have and um and so for me to go out without my face on is no big deal I always have mm-hmm. um, yeah but um but i had semi permanent eyeliner done um this year and um i did that because i got eyelash that's extensions so and it's great <laughs> that's right i got eyelash extensions which i love and then eyeliner became a pain in the butt when i wanted to put it on uh-huh. which i don't need to explain why um it's it's just girly stuff really yeah <laughs> but um but so i decided to get the semi permanent eyeliner um and so now I always have makeup on, which is fascinating,
1: yeah, uh, it, 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 I just have to say that I, I had that done, and I have to just say that, and it was super painful to get that done. Yes, <laughs> it's just so painful to like have have your eyelid be tattooed. yes, it is incredibly painful, but
0: it makes life so much easier.
1: it does, and it, it makes us beautiful, right, and so i I struggle with that because I don't look good without eyeliner so I Oh, that, that's all I wear most of the time. Even right now on, on this the broadcast with you, I just stick onto my liner. And if I if if semi permanent makeup is not quite that painful, I would go in under it again. But it was so excruciating. But really, again, it's back to the thing: how how are am I at accepting myself as is, and can I stand there naked? with another human being and accept him or her as is and and move beyond all the layers that I put on to perform at Sex and Connection to prove that I'm good enough for love and relationship to just be who I am and meet each other and discover something beyond all these layers and layers of restrictions and cover-up that we have.
0: Uh, but I do it's think... Fun. It, it is very hard. And, I mean, I do think yeah. that, that that takes an immense amount of courage and that I imagine that some people listening will have absolutely no idea what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, of course. And and why? They would probably, even asked you, why would you even do that? Why, why would, why would you, even, well, what do you? What do
0: you mean? What do you mean by actually being seen fully? And what difference does it make if you have makeup on or not? And if you feel. And why would you want to be naked in the Baltic? <laughs> it's yeah. like, why would you want to be naked in the Baltic or anywhere else for that? It's cold in the Baltic. <laughs>
1: no, it was!
0: <laughs> I went and taught um many years ago in Sweden um, and um and in uh Finland. Mm. And and I went to teach in Finland in the winter and we went and we did a sauna and after and after being hot for about thirty minutes, we went and rolled in the snow.
1: Yeah. Naked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's that how is. this is done too. Apparently, yeah. you know they call it taking a bath. It's not really a bath; it's a dip, right? You sit in the sauna, you make yourself warm, and then you dip yeah. in the ocean, and then you get out and go back in the sauna again. <laughs> Which is actually a really cool, cool thing to do.
0: It yeah. is; it's a wonderful thing to do. And I'm, I'm mind, I'm reminded of what the situation was for me when I was doing this because I was teaching a workshop, and one of my colleagues um, was um, who was co-teaching with me um was he co-teaching or was attending anyway um i was very self-conscious as incredibly mm. self-conscious uh being naked in a group of people in a lot lar- uh, mm. uh about 15 people um and he i have a, i have many more tattoos now actually i've got 15 now but at that time i only had one yay <laughs> and he drew attention to the tattoo Oh. So and, and I, I remember being horrified because it had taken me, which it, which is on my left bum, and it, oh, wow. it had taken me about, you know, five, six minutes to just get comfortable enough to begin to have a conversation with people because we were all sitting there naked. And actually, I wasn't looking at them and thinking, oh, my God, you're naked. I, you know, I thought nothing about them. I wasn't looking at them and critiquing their bodies. I, you know, I was I was it was fine. I was self-conscious. And so it took me a good five, six minutes to settle down and say, okay, I can, I can be here. I'm comfortable. And then he was like, Oh my God, you have a tattoo. And, and of course now I'm completely self-conscious. And I remember how, you know, soul destroying that was because I yeah. then was felt a need to explain. And, and it was like, why were you looking at my butt in the first place? And <laughs>
1: Well, what, what I love about what you're sharing is the invisible shame, Mm -hmm. that we don't know right like i'm sure you were thinking i i'm i'm healed i'm fine i'm comfortable with my body i'm you know blah 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 whatever and uh, but that's what i see in a lot of a lot of women they they walk around going i i don't have that issue and then something surprising that comes up and it's like oh i do have that issue no i i i have to say i knew i had that issue
0: (laughs) There's nothing invisible. No, there's nothing invisible about it. I I knew I had that issue,
1: um,
0: yeah. but um, it, it just to me is it's so fascinating. It's so it was like a seemingly innocent remark, yeah, to be enough to actually kind of derail that whole process, yeah, and require you to to, to write yourself back up again, yeah, store yourself up again to 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 try and yeah. enter back into it. So if um if people want to find you and find out about what you do, where can they find you?
1: The best place is to look up my book on Amazon, mm-hmm. The Divorced Mom's Guide to Dating. It has my signature concept in there, and it really has. It's like if you read that book and it speaks to your soul, you should talk to me, right? I mean, it has everything in there. It's very simple. You can get the Kindle version or the hardcover, um, and and. On, a lot of women who who have bought the book have told me, I was like I got your book. I locked myself up in the closet and I read it from cover to cover. And oh my God, you have spoken to me, which makes me, you know, so happy to to hear that that I'm able to to reach a a depth of vulnerability and pain that a lot of divorced moms and actually married mom loves my book too because it's about as women and, and what we do in the world that stop us from being loved, adored, mm-hmm. and cherished and what we can undo so that we can have exactly what we want. So it's on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. It's called The Divorce Mom's Guide to Dating. That's absolutely brilliant. And if they, yeah. um, do you have
0: email contact in there or, or should they look you yeah, up on Facebook?
1: Have, in the back page, yeah, I have the, my, my email and my email is very simple. It's may, M-A-I, at hotlifehotlove.com. MAI at hotlife, hotlove.com, and I welcome, you know, that's my direct email, you get right to me.
0: That's brilliant, thank you so
1: much for coming and for chatting with me today. Um, thank you for doing this series. I think it's a fabulous series. You are so brilliant to to do the A to Z of sex. Uh, I, I was so, so in admiration, so I'm so glad to be part of uh, the conversation.
0: You are so welcome. Thanks for joining me this week for the A to Z of sex. Write in with your questions to Dr. Lori Beth at a to Z of sex.com or a to Z of sex.com, depending on where you live. That is a T O Z O F S E X.com and visit both websites, wwwa a to Z of sex.com and www. the intimacy coach.com to learn about alternative sexual choices types of sexual relationships, and to learn to sizzle and create that ideal lasting intimate relationship. For a free 30-minute session with me, head over to www.atozofsex.com and click on the button that says book now. Please join me next week when the letter will be O. Thanks so much for coming. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the A to Z of Sex. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes and make sure you head over to www.a to z of sex.com. That's A T O Z O F S E X subscribe to my free newsletter to help you keep your sex life sizzling. Stay tuned for upcoming weekly episodes as we work our way through the sexual alphabet to discover the wide world of sex, sexuality, desire, and intimacy. Knowledge gives you the power to create relationships that bring you satisfaction and joy. Hope to see you next week.